0: Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions.
1: Thank you and welcome to the program. I'm your co-host, Raven Zafani.
2: And I'm your co-host, Brianna
1: Hopeton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we are talking with a very special guest, Britt Allcroft, the creator of Mumphys Quest. We will also be reviewing Mumphys Quest, Rio 2, and Planes Fire and Rescue. Plus we will be talking about the Rio 2 Summer Party, Marvel Live, and Kids' Choice Sports Award. So to start off the show, we are going to be talking with Jeremy, and he's going to be reviewing Mumphys Quest. So Jeremy, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for being on the show with us today.
3: You're welcome. Thanks for letting me be (laughs) on.
1: So, why don't you tell us a little bit about Mumphy's quest?
3: Well, it's about a young elephant named Mumphy. He um, decides he wants to go on an adventure, so he starts walking to where he doesn't know where, but he just starts walking. He meets lots of friends. Then they decide to take one of his friends back to his home. And when they arrive, they find out that an evil secretary has taken over. They have to defeat him and bring back the queen. So, <laughs> pretty exciting.
1: It is such a very exciting film. So, what do you think of the animation in this film? Because this film um, and all of like the little short skits in it originally came out in 1990. So, Almost as if it's from like classic Disney era. Like it doesn't even seem like a '90s film. So, what do you think about the classic animation?
3: Well, the animation director does a great job with the cartoon by making the characters look so realistic,
1: mm-hmm. which
3: I like a lot because it looks And real-
1: what do you think of the voice actors?
3: Well. I think they sounded pretty good to me. I didn't see any, like, wrong things in the voice. They were pretty funny, too.
1: Yeah, very funny. So, Mumphy meets a lot of very interesting characters on his quest and on his adventure. So, do you have a favorite friend that he meets?
3: Yes, I do. Um, my favorite friend that he meets is Whale because he's like a cruise ship on the inside, Whale on the outside. Mm-hmm. Super cool. It is super cool.
1: And if you could be one of Mumphie's friends, who do you think you'd be? Um, I think Scarecrow. Yeah, I really liked Scarecrow. I thought he was pretty cool. Yeah. So in this film, there is a lot of music and a lot of musical numbers. So what do you think about the music? And do you have a favorite musical number?
3: Well, I like the music, because at some point it's dark and scary, and at some point it's, well, bright and happy. But I don't really have anything else.
1: Yeah, you don't have, like, a favorite part where they were singing? No, not no? really. No? Well, do you have a favorite scene in this film?
3: Um, not really. Not really. Not I liked all of them. So You
1: liked all of it?
3: And the choose. shoes.
1: <laughs> uh, so I know you said that your favorite character or a character that you would be is, um, is Scarecrow. But what did mm-hmm. you think about Mumfy as the main character? Did you think he well, was a good main character?
3: Yeah, he was a good main character. He was all cheerful and happy. When a problem came into his way, he was always like, Confident that he could finish it. hmm
1: And do you think Mumfy teaches good lessons to kids?
3: Yes, I think he does teach a lot of good lessons. Like what type of lessons? Well, it teaches them that you should always make friends because friends and teamwork are pretty much the most important thing in the world. So they can help you and you can help them if you get in trouble. hmm it's one of the best ones in the movie. Mm-hmm.
1: I agree with you. So, Mumfy goes to a lot of different places and a lot of different adventures and whatnot on his little quest. So, do you think you have a favorite adventure that he goes on?
3: Well, not really. I like <laughs> all of them.
1: Could you want to tell me about one in particular that maybe stood out to you, even though you like all of them?
3: Well, I liked when they had to, like, journey to the island, and, well, it was so mysterious, and whale wouldn't get that close, so they had to hop on a boat, and whale had to blow them all the way up to shore. Mm hmm That was a pretty cool adventure. Mm -hmm.
1: So what age rating Would you recommend this for Because I know when it originally came out It was for younger kids And it does have a lot of good lessons So what would you recommend it for
3: I would recommend it for ages two through six Especially those who like animals, adventures And pirates too Because in some of the scenes There were pirates
1: Mm -hmm. Definitely anyone who really likes adventure Or you know Classic looking animation for
3: sure yeah.
1: So how many stars do you give this film?
3: I give this film four out of five stars because it is adventurous, exciting, and funny. Mm-hmm.
1: And do you think that if you were to sit down and watch it with your family, everyone would like something about it? Do you think, you know, your parents would also enjoy it, even though they're not two to six years old?
3: Yeah, I do think they would like it, but, yeah, I don't know if most parents would like it. Yeah. Well, Jeremy, I also thank have a you- younger sister who likes it a lot.
4: Oh,
1: that's good. She that's good that your lot. sister likes it. Well, Jeremy, thank you so much for telling us all about Monkey's Quest. It was awesome to have you on the show.
3: Well, thanks for letting me talk to you. It's fun. Of course. And today we are speaking to our very
2: special guest, Britt Alcroft creator of Adventure Monthly's Quest. We were reviewing the events, Marvel Live, Kids' Choice Sports Awards, Rio 2 Summer Party, and we are reviewing the film, Planes, Fire, and Rescue. So right now, let's continue speaking with Britt Alcroft about creating the Adventure Monthly's Quest. Thank you for joining us today, how are you? Hi, Britt, I'm just
5: fine, and I'm very happy to be speaking with you
2: guys. Yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure to, it's a pleasure for me to speak with you. <laughs> So you're the creator of The Magic Adventures of Mumphy, which is a classically animated children's television show and movie. Can you tell us a bit about Mumphy and all of her wonderful journeys? Um, Well, Mumphy is a
5: special little elephant who lived all alone, and he wanted to make friends, and he wanted to have an adventure. So he sets off, and that's uh, the mission he's got, and the show turns into a big adventure. He meets a lonely scarecrow he meets pinky who's a little pink pig with wings who has lost uh contact with her mom and she wants to find her and so monthly typically says you want to find your mother you will and we're going to help you do it and in setting off with that plan uh they meet more friends whale who's uh, it's very special too, kitted out inside like an ocean liner. And an old raven called Napoleon Jones, who doesn't think he can do much anymore because he's too old. And Mumpy persuades him that he can. And indeed Napoleon is able to fly again. Um, they find um, Pinky's mum. And in doing that, they have an even bigger quest. Uh, and that is to bring an island back to peace and happiness from um and out of the control of a wicked secretary so lots and lots of things happen and there's lots of mystery and magic and lots of music and fun
2: yeah it reminded me of like looking at the animation it reminded me of like it reminded me of like a little bit of more classic classic animation because now it's all like, you can see animation and it almost looks like real life. So I'm like, okay, I don't really know if this is animation or not, so. What about all the other shows you have produced, like Thomas and the Tank, and what about those? Uh, what about this?
5: Can I just answer something you said about the classical animation?
2: Because did you enjoy that? Yeah, I when I saw the trailer, it reminds me of a show that I used to watch. And I can't remember the show right now. I think it was Babar, but it was it had the same type of animation, and the the um the e- it also had an elephant, and the ears of the elephant were just exactly alike. And I was just like, wow, it reminds me of when I was little. I mean, I was pleasantly surprised when I saw the trailer. I mean, I love the classic style of animation because it reminds me of when I was little, and and you never really see that in today's animation because well, it's all new yeah, and oh, yeah. What?
5: I, I, it, it's interesting you say that, Brie, because um, obviously, as you say, you know, there's a lot of computer animation now, and that's all great. But I loved working in classical animation because it has this feel, It's very familiar because, it's like when we're little, mm-hmm. and we start to use our imagination in different ways. What do we do? We start with a pencil and a bit of paper or a paintbrush, and we paint. And, that process is at the heart of you know classical animation, right?
2: Yeah, it's like <laughs> that's that's the baby, and then it grew. But everyone loves to see that because it reminds you of it reminds them of when they were little and when the little shows that they watched that they loved forever.
5: <laughs> yes, well, that's what I hope with uh, with Monty. and that's just, you, you, you. We were talking before, and you said why did you want to bring it back? Because you know I made it. Um, I made it in the 90s and then got it back and we, we've restored it and put it out and that's because of, I think everything that is in monthly endures, it's timeless, you know, the idea of the importance of having friends and taking care of each other and focusing on the positive rather than the negative and, you know, we all know we are tough times now in the world we live in but we can, we can help each other and, um, you know, have have lots of fun together, and so Munchy is timeless. And I, I, I really, my one of my missions is to make great memories for kids.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, it's great that kids get to see this. It's it's great to that kids get to understand something that was before their time and was before all the crazy animation with like real live stuff and so i i really think it's awesome that you get to you get to show this well brit thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about the adventure Mumpy quest and brie thank you and good luck
5: with everything that that you're doing and uh You know, having your your dreams like all of us want to have and all all your kids listening and finding ways to make them come true. That's brilliant.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. It means so much coming from you. So I hope you do well in everything that you do. Thank you, Jenny. And love to everybody. Uh, uh, We have an interview of the show with Jeremy coming up next about the film. So that's that's the the review of the film, so that's great. If you want to stick around, you can listen to that. It's available, yeah. on, <laughs> it's available on DVD, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Hope-Biton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids.
0: Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co host,
2: Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co host, Raven Devaney. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have just finished speaking to Jeremy and Britt Alcroft about Adventure Mumphy's Quest. And we are reviewing the films, Marvel Live, Planes, Fire and Rescue, Kids' Choice, and Rio 2 Summer Party. So right now, we're speaking with Shelby about Marvel Live. Thanks for joining us today, Shelby. How are you?
7: I'm great. How are you, Brianna?
2: I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. So tell us all about Marvel Live, like what you got to do there, and who you met, and like your whole experience.
7: Wow. Um... The show was amazing. Um, It's basically about how um, all of the, you know, good guys, the superheroes, you know, the Avengers, the Hulk, um, you know, Wolverine, Spider-Man, they all get together and um, they have to fight their um, enemies. And it's, it's a really great show. There's a whole bunch of stunts and there's fire and it's just amazing.
2: Oh, um, okay. So, with the show, like, you did say this was a show. So, what is your favorite part about the show? Like, I, you could say who your favorite character is, or what you like just about it.
7: Um, I would say my um my favorite thing about the show was when the Hulk came out because he was eight um eight feet and six inches, and he was you know punching people, and it was just great, and um, I would say my favorite character um, would be Spider-Man, of course, you know, mm-hmm. Spider-Man's always awesome, and... Yeah, I, um, I have a
2: friend that is, like, Spider-Man crazy, and we call her Spidey, and every time her, it's her birthday, we're just like, here's some more Spider-Man stuff, and she's always like, I already have this, I already have this, I'm just like, okay, <laughs> fine, but I won't buy you anything.
7: <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much me, except... um I'm pretty sure my mom started looking at me really crazy when I started interviewing Spider-Man because I was just hoping out and screaming and it was just amazing. Mm
2: -hmm. It's like you are my hero secretly. I love you. (laughs) Okay, with this show, what is the age range? Because, I mean, this is a Marvel. So I I feel like most of the Marvel films I see are either PG or PG-13. So in your perspective, what is the age range to you?
7: Um... I would say, I would say PG-13. I mean, the show, it, it's it's a really great show. Um, the only thing that scares me a little bit is um, that little kids were screaming because there was fire. And, um, you know, it's kind of an up-close. Yes. Fire it's is scary. So, yeah, yeah that, that's the only thing. But, I mean... When I was looking at the audience, everyone enjoyed it. It's a family event. Um, you know, it's just a great show. I mean, if you come to see your favorite superhero, just be ready to be amazed.
2: Mm-hmm. I like that. I think I'll use that for this. Be ready to be amazed. So <laughs> you did say that this was a, like, family uh, like a family gathering type film. Um, who did you take with you?
7: Oh, um well it's a it's a live show um but i i took my mom and my best friend Haley, and um you know they're not really into marvel but Mm -hmm. they enjoyed it um i was you know geeking out with oh you know there's storm oh there's wolverine and (laughs) you know all this type of stuff but um they did enjoy the characters because they were so different and um captain america was riding on a motorcycle on one wheel for like like 30 seconds and then Mm. or whenever he like hit his weapon or whatever you guys call it, (laughs) there was lightning and um, there was a lot of um, special effects. And um, when I was uh, researching it, I found out that it took two years to actually create the whole show because there's so many computer um, projections and, um, there was a lot of fight choreography that the actors had to go through, and um, you know, just Spider Man blew my mind when um, mm-hmm. he was doing a bunch of backflips and then hanging upside down and in the air, and he had to hold himself with one hand, and it was just it was it was crazy. I mean.
2: Because they are all superheroes and they're all, they are all have their own little personality and they all have their own little section and stuff. So I do understand that it was a lot to carry on. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your
1: co-host, Raven Giovanni.
2: And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we're reviewing the films Marvel Live, Planes, Fire and Rescue, Kids' Choice, and Rio 2 Summer Party. So let's continue speaking with Shelby about Marvel Live. And we were just speaking about how it took almost two years to create this extravagant live event because it is a show and it does, it does have a plot line it and it's like films and stuff, but it's live that changes everything. It's like, it's like theater, but not quite. <laughs> <laughs> so you said that there was a lot of live people and you could see Spider-Man and all of his glory hanging on one arm and, and motorcycles and all this other stuff. So who did you get to meet?
7: I got to meet... I got to meet Spider-Man, a.k.a. Trevor Logan. And, um, yeah, he, he was a really nice guy, and he was just telling me how um, it, there was a lot of pressure to be Spider-Man because everybody loves Spider-Man, and he wanted to live up to the glory. And um, he was just telling me that um, three months of rehearsal was, you know, the best time because he got to work with all these amazing people um, people and he said that every day he was enjoying how he was just learning new songs and um, I found out that whatever they do the show they do it three times a day and in 85 cities in the U.S. I mean it's, it's just crazy and um, he said that he was just having a blast.
2: Yeah, I would, I, I would expect him to because when you spend that much time, like three months is a long time. I don't know about you other people, but three months with the, same man, with the same people is a very long time. So for him to be enjoying it means that he loves what he does and he loves the position that he's in because I love going on shoots or auditions or anything really to meet new people. And I love that because it's like, wow, new people.
7: <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So did you learn anything about Marvel while you were there? Like did you learn anything that was like kind of like oh I didn't notice that before or did someone tell you
7: something? Um well I I didn't um I didn't really learn anything. I just well I mean you you could say I kind of learned something. Um I learned how they made stunts look so real because um, I, I was studying the people very closely, and they weren't actually punching the person, but how, you know, um, how the characters had to make sure that they were um, on time with their lines because there's an actual recording. So they oh. had to remember their lines and the choreography for fighting. And um, I just learned that it took so much concentration to just make it look so real.
2: Yeah, now that I think about it, I've never heard that before. Like, never heard that they had timing. Because usually, well, I guess not usually, but when you're on a film or on your TV, you have to do it the same exact way each time because they have coverage over, like, they take it, they take the same shot like four and five times, so you have to do it the exact same way. But I've never heard of them, like, recording it. But I guess it does make sense with the crashes and the cymbals and stuff like that. So I do understand <laughs> So
7: besides seeing the show, what else did you get to do? Um, that was pretty much it. And then interview uh, Trevor. I got to um, see the building and I got to see um, some of the transitions between um, different stunts when they were um, setting up for the next scene, I guess.
4: If you could rate your
2: experience for this show... Out of five stars, what would you rate it? I would give it six stars because oh, it was Oh, well, you just broke my scale. <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah.
2: And why would you give it six
7: stars? Um. Well, I would give it six stars because I enjoyed it. And um, I thought it was really cool how they had a man on fire for more than... Four minutes and the stunts were there are no words to describe how um, mind-blowing and shocking they were
2: yeah well I'm so sorry to say this, but being a kid's first film critic is entitled to certain requirements and six stars out of five cannot be done. It just breaks logic and I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, but it breaks logic and it confuses people. So you can only give five stars, but that's still 100 percent. So be happy.
7: (laughs) Okay, I'll be happy.
2: Okay, thank you. Thank you. We're both happy. (laughs) Well, Shelby, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Marvel Live. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Brianna. (laughs) Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co-host, Raymond Devaney. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America
0: Kids.
6: There's so much going on in the tech field. Are you ready to explore the amazing world under the sea? Your host is a certified scuba diver, explorer. He likes to cook. And most of all, he's just a kid like you. You'll find out a lot more lies under the sea than what you've seen on TV, in movies, and even in aquatic parks. You'll learn about all kinds of fish, as well as other sea creatures. We'll take you to some exotic destinations and so much more. There's a whole big world undersea just waiting to be discovered. Tune in to Under the Sea, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Kids. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up, World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune into What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel.
0: Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to kids' first coming attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
2: Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope-Button. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today we have just finished speaking to Shelby about Marvel Live. And we are reviewing the films Planes, Fire, Rescue, and Rio 2 Summer Party. So right now we are speaking speaking with Brooklyn about Planes, Fire, and Rescue. Thank you for joining us today. Brooklyn, how are you?
8: Good, how are you?
2: I'm doing very well, thank you for asking. So please tell us a little bit about Planes, Fire, and Rescue.
8: This film is about a crop hopper racing plane named Dusty. And one day while he's racing, he crashes into the runway and sets him on fire. And so he decides to become a firefighter to help extinguish fires in his town since they don't have a firefighter.
2: Oh, wow. I mean, I saw the first planes, and I have been unable to see the second one, and I thought that the first planes was, was very fresh, it was new, and um, uh, since we're talking about fresh and new, how do you think that the individuality, if I'm saying this right, or individualism, has how much individualism does this film
8: have? I didn't see the first one. I okay. didn't see the first
2: one. Well, okay. Let's just do it this way then. How much individualism does this film have compared to the other animations you've seen?
8: This is really very different from other animation films.
2: Well, I'm glad you think that because I feel like every film should have their own little thing that none, no other film has. So I'm glad that it has that little spark. Well, director Robert Ganaway also directs Secret of the Wings for 2012 and Leroy and Stitch 2006. How do you think he did directing this film?
8: I think he did very well. This movie was amazing.
2: So what was your favorite part about his directing? Was it the way he directed the characters or their voices or
8: I love the animation and how realistic the forest looked, and it was just amazing.
2: (laughs) Ed Harris is one of the voice actors, and I love him. I absolutely love him. He's been in Gravity and the Face of Love and Pain and Gain and so much others, and he's playing the character of Blade Ranger. Ed is not really known for doing voiceovers and animation because we haven't seen him in anything except live action, so how do you think he portrayed
8: I think he was perfect for Blade rage. I love the personalities of the characters. Well, speaking of
2: characters, there are so many. I mean, there's Mayday, and then Old Jammer, and Riker, and Cad Spinner, and many, many more. I looked at the IMDb, how many characters does this film have? So how do you think, because every character obviously has a different personality, so how do you think they did with detaching themselves from others?
8: I like they were very different from the other planes. Like, Dipper was fun and bubbly, not like Blade Ranger and how he was all stern and strict.
2: Yeah, in a way, it kind of represents, represents life. Well, not obviously life, but... It kind of represents how we are in real life because everyone has their own personality and everyone is, and everyone is, kind of their own little, section. So, since Jerry has also seen this, Jerry, I invite you to come, and be in this review. So, can you please tell us about it? Well, not, but tell us what you thought of it.
9: Well, honestly, what I thought about rescue is just wow, I honestly have to compliment them for doing the idea about exposing how really hard firefighters work, how little credit they're actually given. Doing all these dangerous movements and smoke jumpers who actually parachute out planes. Yes, they're real. And there's are cool front trucks, why why? No fire. And kudos to the filmmakers and all of that, for exposing that and showing how cool and how hard they work and how little support, well, well, how little support and how little shown it is. So definitely for them for uh, showing
2: the idea. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, I feel like every little kid at some point wants to be a firefighter. They're either a firefighter or a doctor or or actor, actor, and they all want to be a firefighter, but we never look at firefighters as being really strong. We're just like, ah, they have people from the fire, but they they walk, so I totally understand where you're going from that. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna
9: Hope Beaton, And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
2: And you're listening to Voice America Kids, and today we are viewing the films Planes, uh, Plane, Fire and Rescue, and Rio 2 Summer Party right now let's continue speaking with brooklyn and now jerry about planes fire and rescue and we were just speaking about how firefighters are very very important they they go in fires and they risk their lives for us and and they they bring us out and then they bring us with our family so kudos to firefighters people (laughs) so jerry you saw and covered the red carpet for that how was the red carpet
9: oh it was fantastic i met so many cool people and um Later, I saw the film, and it was just a fun red carpet as well. Uh, A couple even helicopters that are used in wildfires in the national parks actually flew over the red carpet. And this event was in Hollywood and Highland next to famous Dolby Theater. So it was very cool and very dangerous to fly over that place so low. But they did a fantastic job, and they had fire planes there. They had fire trucks. They even had a fire truck that responded to 9/11, so they did a fantastic job with the red carpet.
2: Wow! If I was there, I would have been like, "Wow, this is all uh, such a nice touch." I mean, with the with the helicopters flying over and all the fire equipment and all the firefighters, they would have been like, "This is so cute." Cool. <laughs> So, Brooklyn, the tagline for this film is, When others fly out, heroes fly in. How do you, I mean, why do you think that's the tagline for this film?
8: I think that's the tagline because in one scene, Dusty risked his life in going into the fire to save other people. And that's how I feel.
2: That's how you think it ties in? Yes. And Jerry, how about you? Why do you think this tagline is so famous for this film?
4: I think it kind of shows that while the public is trying to survive and get out, it's showing that they're not like everybody else, trying to survive, they're risking their lives to whatever it takes to let other people live, and multiple times in the film, you see that they're trying to tell Dusty, this isn't just some game, we're risking our lives for other people, you gotta get serious, man, this isn't just some joke that to save whatever. And that line is famous because it's really the entire movie in just one sentence.
2: Yeah, it kind of surrounds that. I mean, yeah, when people are out saving people's lives, they, I mean, when they when they save a lot of people, they kind of get into this groove, like ah, yeah, we're gonna save everyone. It's fine, it's fine. But then they get they get sloppy and they don't take it as, as seriously as possible. So I I do kudos to you, Jerry. Kudos to you. <laughs> so I save this question to you, Jerry, because you once asked me about it. So, how are your thoughts on the soundtrack?
4: Uh, honestly, this is this this film has a small soundtrack. of sounds here and there, but mm-hmm. not no major songs, like no major, complete, awesome chorus sounds or anything like that. But the sounds there fits well and honestly I think it would have been good without any music because there's really no place in this music would fit perfectly so I think they did perfectly on, those, on that planning
2: I do get you when it's like the film could stand alone but I guess the music's nice I, I have watched films like that it's like well I mean the music was okay but the film would have been perfectly fine without it but you know music makes everything better yeah, definitely. So, Brooklyn, how many stars do you give this? How, do you, how many stars? Brooklyn? Hi.
9: Say it
2: I have
8: five stars. I give it um, five. Go ahead. I give
2: it five stars. I'm glad you do, because I... I, when I saw the first film, I was like, whoa, this is great. And I kind of knew they were going to make a second one, so I was a little psychic. <laughs> well, And Jerry, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Plane Fire Rescue. It's in theaters now, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Hopiton. And
1: I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney
2: from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids.
6: Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand-new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of the mall and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book.
0: What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh. Turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions.
1: I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now we have with us Jerry, who recently attended the Kids' Choice Sports Awards. So, Jerry, how are you doing today? I'm doing very good. How about you? I'm doing wonderful. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Kids' Choice Sports event and what went on there?
4: Well, a Kids' Choice Sports Awards is pretty much like a very familiar Kids' Choice Awards where kids' favorite stars and they get little awards. It's a pretty cool event. So, Nickelodeon decided to do a version of that, but for sports. And I was able to attend the very first re- red, well, orange carpet for it, should I say, since it is Nickelodeon. Yes. And I was also able to briefly watch the actual award show as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so what was it like for you being on your very first orange carpet?
4: Well, it was fantastic you know it was very interesting to see like espn and extra and all these stages over there i, mean, I could see helicopters circling circ circling above <laughs> let me say my words correctly <laughs> and stars walking down in this u-shaped carpets and all these people and it was just a fantastic experience a bit on the hot side but otherwise awesome i oh.
1: Yes, the weather everywhere has been crazy hot. Well, I admire you for standing up there and what I'm assuming was like a suit and <laughs> talking to the stars. Um, so you've done like a red carpet before, correct?
4: Yes, I've done red carpets and one green carpet before as well. Right.
1: So what was um, this like in comparison? Because I know even though it's technically like the same thing, even though the carpet's a bit different colored, but there's definitely a lot more... Kids, um, at these events since it is Kids' Choice Awards. So what was it like not being the only kid at an event like this? You
4: no, know, it was actually interesting. I was looking around, and I have to say I can get my facts wrong. I only saw a little glimpse of all the press there. But I saw maybe three other kids there. The rest were adults. Oh, wow. pretty interesting. But a lot of people on the carpet, the orange carpet, were either teenagers, young adults, or kids. Mm-hmm. There may be a couple that were older, at, like over 30, and those were the NFL and all of those.
1: Absolutely. Well, it's good that you're repping the younger ages, you know, keeping everybody young. <laughs> um, so tell me about some of the stars that you saw there and who you got to talk to.
4: Oh, I got to talk to a whole bunch of kids from all these different Disney shows. Um, I talked to a couple kids from a new movie that's coming out soon based off a Disney series called Max Steel. So that's extremely cool. I got to interview a couple NFL people from different teams, but it was all fantastic. And what was it
1: like talking to um, sort of a mix of people with a mix of different talents? You know, you have people that are on TV and doing shows like that, and then you have sports stars, and they're both you know equally famous, but you definitely have to ask different questions. So what was that like for you, having that variety there?
4: It was interesting. It was definitely a first. I've never seen that before where I was so confused which which person I interview. Yeah, you're like,
1: are you on TV or do you play a sport or what do you do?
4: <laughs> yeah, are you like on Disney, Nickelodeon, on NFL, what, what's going on? Uh, but I was able to keep track. Uh, they definitely helped a lot that they are announcing everybody's names. And mm-hmm. They gave us all these lists. So they definitely take care of us. And it was just... It was very nicely organized, mostly nicely organized. That's good. Yeah, it's definitely
1: a challenge with red carpet events because you don't just have people there that are there for like the movie or the awards or whatever. Like you've got people from all over the place that are there, so you're like, "Hello, who are you?" Um. So, who was your favorite person that you got to talk to or meet?
4: No, I'm honestly not gonna say one favorite person because I don't want anybody else to feel bad that they are not <laughs> my favorites can see everybody mm-hmm. people there was one thing bad about the event that um the event got kind of pushed very closely to the award show oh yeah people that were presenting awards or, or the hosts they kind of left the carpet before even getting to interviews oh that's a bummer yeah that always happens i feel like
1: of events that have sort of hurry, so stuff gets pushed back far, but it's cool that you still got to talk to a substantial amount of people. Okay, so since you can't tell me who your favorite is, what is one conversation or um answer that you got from someone that sort of stood out to you or maybe something funny that you learned about a star?
4: Hmm, oh that's that's tough, honestly. Um <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's something cool. But one of my favorite has to be um one well, of my favorite has to be, let's see. Joey Bragg. Joey Bragg, he he was pretty cool. I actually interviewed him at Planes Fire and Rescue a couple days before. Oh, and wow. he's yeah, he's very animated and he was very fun to interview and very just overall fun guy. That's awesome. So, I know you said you got to
1: see um, a tiny bit of the actual award show. So, what was that like?
4: Oh, well, the award show took place in the stadium in um, in a college in California. So, it was very cool, and they had quite a lot of pretty cool technological decorations. For example, you put on these little white wrist bracelets or something on your... Well, on your wrist, uh-huh. and um, they're co- controlled remotely to do one color. And they the entire audience lit up with this one color flashing to another, so that was very cool. That, that's so cool! That's
1: like such a cool idea.
4: Yeah, there was one problem though. First time I sh- saw it in a so usually it's packed with seats, not one seat empty. So there are quite a few seats empty, honestly. And another thing is that people were kind of shuffling in their seats, which was very interesting. Kind yeah. of keep touching stuff, or they're like looking around. <laughs> and also, um, the people up like me, we really couldn't see anything. So you might as well watch it at home.
1: Yeah. Well, it sounds like you had a very interesting time with some ups and downs. So thank you so much for telling me all about the Kids Choice Sports Awards. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host Raven Devani.
2: And I'm your co-host Brianna Hopiton.
1: And today we have been talking with a very special guest, Brett Allcroft, the creator of Mumpy's Quest. We have also reviewed Mumphy's Quest, Planes, Fire, and Rescue and plus we have been talking about Marvel Live and Kids' Choice Sports. So right now we are going to be talking about Rio 2 and the Rio 2 Summer Party again with Jerry. Um, so gosh, you are just the man of all of the events, aren't you? <laughs> Uh, So tell me a little bit about the Rio 2 Summer Party.
4: Well, the Rio 2 Summer Party was at Do- Dolby Theater. For goodness sake, everything's at Dolby Theater now. Mm-hmm. But um, in all seriousness, it was at the Dolby Theater Courtyard area. If you've ever been to Dolby Theater, you know what I mean. And it was just a little fun party where... Completely free. Anybody could go. It was open to the public and you can just walk through. You can do this fun little music video in front of a little banner with Rio 2 on it or take your picture or you can sit in beanie bags and watch a bit of Rio or you can do some arts and crafts or even do soccer. So I tried all of them and I have to say I am probably the worst soccer player in the world. (laughs) That's funny. Well,
1: it sounds like such a cool little event, like just like exactly what it sounds like, a summer party, just hanging out and having a good time. Um, so were there a lot of kids there that you saw and a lot of people having fun?
4: You know, there were kids there, but like I said, it was completely open. There were no barriers or anything. You can literally walk in walk out. So uh, kids were kind of shuffling in and out. Um, the music video is talking about pretty much how it worked as you're standing this like little a screen and behind you with all these real stuff and birds and all of that in front of you um, one of the characters from Rio 2 saying a parody of I will survive from Rio 2 <laughs> and you kinda mimicked that which was very interesting and I did one and it was very fun I think I did fantastic and I'm definitely going on The Voice next season so you know what awesome so yes. we'll see you on The Voice but we won't see you in the
1: next FIFA World Cup then yeah, no. Okay, well, it sounds like a plan. I'll look for you. <laughs> okay. Um, so what was your favorite little sort of event or activity that they had there?
4: Uh, I would have to say um, either the beanie bags, because they're beanie bags, or the uh, music video. Because with the arts, with the um, arts and crafts, you can color pictures or you make little, uh, well, kind of Brazilian masks, I would say. And uh, so I tried and crafts, and like, I kind of failed miserably because of the wind and glue, but the beanie bags were extremely comfortable, and the music video was very fun.
1: Well, that's exciting, and I'm super glad that you got to go to that. It sounds super fun, and also thank you for telling me again the Kids' Choice Sports event. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show with us. Thank you so much for talking to me. It's always so much fun. Of course. Well, unfortunately, we are out of time for today's show. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To experience more Kids First fun or watch our film reviews and see your favorite up-and-coming film critics, you can go to www.kidsfirst.org. Also, be sure to check out our blog on the Huffington Post in the Teens section. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
0: And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And
1: you're listening to Voice America Kids.
0: Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm, and now from the
3: Star album of the month, here's Mr. Saxophone Dave Farther, with Hugs and Kisses.
10: First you take your arms, open them wide. Big enough to put an elephant inside Then you wrap them up Tight around somebody you love Give them big hugs and kisses Take your little tiny hands they're far apart You gotta make room For that great big heart Then you wrap them up Tight around somebody you love Give them all some hugs and kisses It's hard to catch them with small your little bitty arms hard how to do anything at all but the great for hugs. you got hugs to spare we hug like bears and bears and love to share so take those on open them wide big enough to put a rhinoceros inside and you wrap them up tight around somebody you love give them off awesome hugs and kisses.
3: from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Check it out on our website, Kidstar.org.